0: The best in African music music. on the World Show with Nikki B. Talk about the best in African music. Right now, we have truly a legend in the studio with us. I'm so excited. As I've been thinking about it, I've been getting more excited. Welcome to the World Show, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Oh, I must give you some fire. Let's try that again. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Thank you. And uh, thanks to your listeners as well. It's been such a long time, Yvonne. I don't know why it's taken me so long to get you back on the show well you've done such a good work you've done you've done
1: amazingly pretty excellent job just playing all the african music and i must say i am proud of you and i respect what you do for this industry
0: thank you so much yvonne it means so much coming from you i I can't actually tell you but you know now it's about you and (laughs) i was preparing for the show and as you walked in i said it's not fair, there's like at least 120 <laughs> songs I wanted to play just from Yvonne tonight <laughs> but but we'll settle, we'll see what we can squeeze in and um, you know, it's amazing because I think sometimes people know you from your hits and they don't realise the vast body of work that you have produced and and, and and the range of styles that you are eloquent in when you, when you perform music it's amazing, people get stuck with their hits and don't listen to the rest of the album, if you know what I'm saying.
1: I hear exactly what you say. And I guess that's why people now release singles. Yes. Because you go into the studio for eight months, nine months and produce 10 tracks, CD or 15 tracks and only one track gets played yes. or two tracks or the one that uh, stations pick as a hit. And uh, I guess every track that one does. You've put
0: so much effort and there's something behind it. Absolutely. And each album in itself is a whole project. Absolutely. You know, it's like reading the first chapter of a book and ignoring the rest of the book. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. But we're going to talk more about that. But for now, I want to go back to the beginning. You know, as I was preparing and as I was thinking of you, I was thinking, who was this little girl? You started your career so young. And I'm sure you started singing even before you started your career. Who was this little girl? How did she realize that music was in her? And did you have dreams as 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 as, the, as a child uh, of imagining where you'd be?
1: Nikki, I must say, you know, as a young girl growing up in Soweto during apartheid, it wasn't easy. And I want to thank all those people who stood beside us behind us and with us. I've never been to exile. But I want to say to all those leaders who fought so hard to give us back our dignity and those who were inside the country because there were those people who were feeling the heat in the country. I want to say to them, Thank you. Today we call South Africa home, but there's still so many things that people don't have. You know, so many injustices. People don't have uh, water, sanitation, houses, and all sorts of things. But as a young girl, I guess it doesn't matter where you come from. No one can ever deter you from being what you want to be. Whether it's the system, whether it's people dragging you and pulling you down, you, you just. If your destiny is to succeed, you will work very hard. So my dad died when I was 11. Mom worked as a domestic worker and I never envisaged being where I am today. But I always said, you know, I'm born in this situation. You don't choose who your parents are, but you work very hard to be what you want to be and how to help your community and the society. But music was never my first love, I must say. I wanted to go to school to study law. No, my mother wanted me to study law. I wanted to be a chartered accountant. Okay. (laughs) Yes. And then when did the music start? Well, I completed my metric and obviously mum did not have money to take me to university. So I'd, I'd applied to go to the University of the North, which was Teflop then, but unfortunately I felt pregnant. I was a, a teen pregnancy. Yes. And I know some people don't know about this, but I think it's very good to talk about it. I was 19 and I felt pregnant and I was a disgrace to my mother and my community, obviously, at the time. And uh, I always say, you know, what was perceived to be wrong and disgrace at that time, I've... I look back and I say, that's how God wanted to be. Because yes. whilst my mother was saying to me, okay, my baby's 19 and she decided to be a mother, you go and find a job. I went to town and... um I found I found a job yes. well Phil Hollis found me yes and then I started recording without my mother's knowledge without my sister's knowledge and I did all those things it was a very very funny situation because I'd gone to the SABC to to look for a job whether it was to present or to to be a receptionist or anything yes because I'd had my child already at that time so I always say my child was my lucky chum yes. because um, maybe if I hadn't been pregnant, yes. I would have gone to university, and I would have become maybe a useless lawyer yes. or a useless <laughs> accountant. accountant. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, I always say we plan things, but God has plans for us, and He knows our destiny. Yes, yeah,
0: and it's so often about not, not fighting that, and saying. What is the next step I can take rather than saying, why is this happening? And it's it's like what you're saying.
1: Very true, Nikki. You know, when I found myself in the situation that I was in, I thought, OK, now this is where I am. I'm in love with the DJ was recorded without yes. anybody knowing. And in two weeks, it sold 35,000 wow. uh, 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 copies. Wow! Thank you to Phil Hollis and all those people who just gave me the support. But I never envisaged being... There, You know, by 1987, 88, I just thought, you know, I'm just uh, doing this. But um, those people who supported me, kept on supporting me, kept on coming to my shows, encouraging me and just loving me. And I want to say to them. Thank you for the support, for the love and being given this platform to do what I I, I, I am doing.
0: Yes. I'm grateful and what I love it. You, what you're calling is really, you know. Um, but what was that moment? I mean, as you say, you went there looking for any job. So how did what happened with Phil? How did he hear your voice?
1: Well, you know, um, I was at the SABC and I was paired with uh Two other ladies. So, a guy called Louis came to the SAPC. He had brought uh, tapes for Magino, Kim Kelly, yes. Holiday. And uh, so he recognized Sungu, the lady who was with me, and said, I work for this record company and we've got big stars like Peck Change, Isn't Simanje Manje, Isn't And I was like, eavesdropping and I'm like and so she
0: invited me okay
1: so we went there but when we got there it was a very funny situation yes. because when we got there Louis said I've got two ladies but don't mind that other one yes. I don't know her but yes. I know the other one Sungu she can sing so they knew each other from Springs yes so Phil Hollis called Sungu into them into the boardroom and I don't know what happened. And as I was leaving, because I was really now agitated, looking at my time, thinking yes. maybe it's my turn now at the SAPC, you know, to do that audition or something. Yes. And he called me to the reception, to the boardroom, and he made me listen to the song. Do, 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 And with the phone ringing and I was like, and he asked me, do you like the song? I said, mm, well, I'm hearing for the first time, but um, and he asked me to sing and I sang. Yes. And he said, "That's." He said, "I found my girl." Oh he my gave goodness. me twenty rents, four purple, five rents. I don't know if you know <laughs> yes, those. I remember those? He gave me a tape. He gave me the words of "I'm in Love with the DJ," and that was the beginning of everything.
0: Amazing. This was in, I think, in June 1985. Wow, yeah. Yvonne. And I mean, had you sung as a child? Did you sing in the, in, you know, in the. In in your day, Well, I, I guess every, every black child, because yes. we did not have any
1: recreation uh, centers, you know there was absolutely nothing. So we sang in the streets, you sang yes. in church, you sang at school, yes. and um, yeah, but you know, you never thought you would take this as a career. Yes. It, it was something that you, you, you dreamed about
0: it, thought about it, but never thought it could happen, yes. Yeah. Yeah. amazing and it's still such a classic track that I wanted to play it tonight but I thought no let's play the other Yvonne songs some of them you've heard some of them I'm Not sure really yes <laughs> so in fact let's play a track for now I think uh, let's start with something and I, and I think I've also chosen these because of the content even the ones I've chosen there are diverse stories but I wanted to start with a track of Queens and Johnny which I think came out in 2002 if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes, I worked with Gabby Leroux, yes. who produced Mendoza on that whole album.
0: Yes. yeah. And I kind of wanted to play one of these tracks. There's many of them scattered throughout your 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 catalogue, but uh, I wanted to play one of these tracks that really groove so people know Yvonne still and will always really groove. Coming up now off Yvonne Chaka Chaka's album Queen's and Johnny, will Africa Change? Will, Will Kaya 959, absolutely grooving. I mean, that came out when, when I said 2002... I would play that song tomorrow as, as like a fresh song Yvonne beautiful <laughs> Thank you, Beautiful. Nikki. and you know interesting that you spoke about Gabby on that album and the Gabby touch the Gabby LaRue touch and now each of your album um, I think you work with different producers and they each one brings their own and, and you seem to allow producers absolutely you know you don't say you know it all
1: different producers have got um different ways of working with artists you know there's that that one who will take this thing out of you and actually force you to do things that you are that you just think i'm comfortable with this and say no yvonne
0: just do it like this and i'm grateful to each and every producer i've worked with i'm sure that sense of openness of being open has allowed you to be so versatile uh, because you sing soul sometimes sometimes you sing groove sometimes it 's ballads sometimes it 's folk, you know all different styles true I think you know when you 're
1: an artist, you have to be able to to just exercise yourself and uh, and, and, and go with those who have your interest at heart. And I've really done that, you know, working with Gabby, working with Tamba, my son, working with, uh, with uh, um, I've worked with Hot Sticks, I've worked with Sepotsula, you know, yes. the late Sepotsula. Um, Chico in the I've early days. Chico in the yes. early days, Habitulu, um, so many, so many, Techno P for that yes, matter. Yes. And um, it, it's really given me this great sense of loving, when you work with the other people and some young people as well. Muzi, I've worked with uh, Tulani shezi yes. uh, on, on this very last, uh, on this other track that I worked with a young man called Beijing Ogo. So yes. um, I'm just grateful to work with different people. It's, it's, um, yeah, I mean, music yes. is—you can't do it on your own. You really can't.
0: You know, I'm going to take this moment because we've got so much to talk about. But I said to you when we spoke on the phone, I said I've got a couple of stories I want to tell you yes. that are very close to my heart. When I grew up in Durban in, in KZN, and being a white South African, we—I had a nanny, and, and thankfully, you know, my, my parents were very open-minded, and um, actually were part of the struggle as well. But Mavis, who was my nanny, was like my mother. She came there when I, was, uh, when I was born. She came to work for our family. And she worked for our family, not as a domestic, uh, and, but uh, she eventually worked for my father. So she was very much part of my life until she passed away. Oh. She was my other mother. She loved Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Oh, so She's sweet. the one who I first heard Yvonne Chaka Chaka from. And I want to tell you that... I always whenever I play your music I think of her she's with me because she loved you so so much that she insisted her grandchild was named Yvonne. We must look for
1: that Yvonne. Yes. We must look for that Yvonne. I hope she's okay wherever she is. Yes she is.
0: (laughs) So I wanted to tell you that and the other personal story my sister asked me my sister is a doctor and she's living now in England she married there but she was working at Baraguanas for many many years and she said that I must tell you this she will never forget how you used to come in to Baragwana at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and you would sing and you would bring yourself and you would share yourself with 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 the patients and she said she'll never she said I must tell you how how much it uplifted them, as the staff, as as the patients, when Ivon Chaka Chaka would surprise them in the middle of the night.
1: I I really get um, goose flesh and want to cry. You know, we had. Um young doctors and they were young female doctors and maybe one of them was your sister. Yes and I'm talking I'm going back like 20 to 30
0: years ago. Oh yeah and these
1: young doctors were working under these conditions and they were dedicated in their work and so the little that we could have done as artists was just to go there and and just to be with the patients you know just perform for them bring them food and, and bring food for the doctors who were just there and carrying for our people. So we've done our little bit really. Brenda Farsi, we've done that, me and Brenda, several times and it was just so fulfilling because we knew that uh, there were doctors, there were nurses, there were social workers who were working under very stringent and terrible conditions and our little bit was just to go there, give them some entertainment, bring, bring them food and bring them flowers,
0: you know, just to say thank you for looking after patients. But that's amazing, Yvonne, and I mean, I think that brings me to this next point, which is your your rights I mean your work as a human rights activist? How is that how was that transition from being this very famous artist? And at what point did those roads start meeting?
1: You know, Nikki, from just when I started singing, like in 1985, 1986 You had to find something to do. You were not just an artist, and you could not have just been an artist. So I worked very closely with SOSs. I worked very closely with Orlando Children's Home. Uh, Bless their souls, you know, those ladies who were taking these children. I mean, several times there were children in plastics, and the people from Orlando Home, they will open a, do- a dog box and there was a baby and they kept <sighs> those children yes. so Mem Me- Mangue at the time would say you know Yvonne you and your friends and maybe in your family can you come and take these kids over the weekend and give them a sense of home and a sense of belonging so I started that in like in 1986 you know and I'd only started singing in 1985 and, um, and then we then had these couple of kids who their parents were dying and we did not know what was happening And it was HIV. So I had about 10 kids that I was looking after, you know, in the late uh, 1989, 1990. And and they're big boys now today, but we did not know what was it at the time. And uh, I guess when you are given a platform, you don't need to take it for granted. You have to do good because I think God wants all of us to do good when you are given something or a platform and just not and and not be Mm self-centered so i've been very very blessed to be able to say i know where i come from i know how was it like to sleep without food and when i started working and making money it was very easy for me because what is a superstar nikki as you asked I'm just a human being. I'm just being given a platform, but what am I doing with the platform that I'm given? So I've got so many children that I've paid for their fees to go to universities and I want nothing from that. I just wanted them to be able to do
0: things for themselves. Your joy is seeing their success,
1: I Absolutely, suppose. Absolutely, because somebody out there saw me and I was at the right place at the right time and I was given the, this platform. So when we have, we have to share because when we're born, we come with nothing. And when we die, we're going to take absolutely nothing with us. Yes.
0: But you leave a lot. You definitely leave a lot. And I mean, you know, if people, if people meet you, do you consider yourself, would you say, I'm an artist? Not that anyone doesn't know what you are. Would you say I'm a human rights ad- advocate? Is there a separation between those? You know, I guess um, my music brought me to where I am.
1: Um, it was Yvonne Chaka Chaka singing, I'm Burning Up, I'm In Love with the DJ and all those songs. And then started traveling and my eyes started getting wide open. And seeing the atrocities that were happening in South Africa really made me want to do something. Because can you imagine people like Miriam Makeva, Hugh Masegela, who left South Africa, went to perform and they were not allowed to come back yes. by uh, uh, Kepha by the regime and you could see that there was something wrong in the system and then you go to different countries you see that ooh, there's just so many things happening but when you are given that platform and given that chance why do you sit and fold your arms and not do anything i went to harare there was a home called Cherinyazo, and uh, i thought i will help where i can so for me it's uh, you can't take and take and take as an artist There's a time where you have to sit back and say, where are gaps and how do I help? So for me, being a musician, being an artist, being a mother, being a social justice, because I really advocate for that. I advocate for social justice and equity for all. We need to even call our leaders as well. I mean, when you hear that there's like 42% of our young people are out of jobs. I know. It's a disaster.
0: Yes.
1: And you say, there's so many graduates walking out there without jobs. Yes. How do we help where we can? How do we make sure that there's um, things, there's work for everybody? Yes. I know it's not very easy, but um, we we need to not sit there. We need to talk when things are not right. We need to take a stand because if you don't, you'll fall for anything. Yes. But when we call our leaders to say, you know, lead us with the truth and... Um, don't just love us, particularly we artists, we're only loved when there's elections. Yes. And too many artists now with COVID, they haven't worked. It's been hard. It's been very hard for artists, not only in South Africa, yes. in the whole of Africa. Yes. So I plead with the President to say, we know COVID is there. We will take precautions as artists. Please just open up so that artists can work.
0: Yes. Because we can't be turned uh, into paupers. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, you know, just to finish off on that, people know that you have taken that the, that your path has led you to really be a champion for, as you say, against social justice, for human rights. But I think people don't realize that you've been recording and recording and recording all this time and that you've never neglected your music. I've never stopped. I think the only challenge was that um, when you
1: start your own label, it becomes very difficult, you know, the, the manpower, and obviously, you have to have a very deep pocket to do all the things that big record companies are doing. So yes. you actually sort of, it's not a fight as such, but you, you compete with them. Yes. But um, at least I own all my catalogue. It's my Absolutely. it's my catalogue. I pay every producer that I work with. I pay every uh, sound engineer. I pay everybody. And you just take your finished product for for them to distribute.
0: And I really want to see so many of these beautiful songs played more and more and more. Let's play a track off Bombani and I know that you said to me when we spoke Kano Ocema and you know that Kano Ocema has been one of my favourite <laughs> songs since the album was released but talking about other songs that maybe weren't as heard as much. So I'm going to play off Bombani way uh, Where," because I, I just love your your vocal arrangements in this. I love the arrangements of this song.
1: Worked with Chico on that one and and, um, it was a playful
0: song I must say yes. it was a playful song. Well Yvonne does that as well, she sings and uh, share, spreads the message of quite serious things but she also sings about love where she says is playful with Way Away. Way Away. 959 Timeless Timeless African songs And there are So many of them I've told Yvonne She's gonna have to come Every month now On the world show Just so I can play Some more and more And more of her Beautiful music Way aware of the Album Bombani Yvonne Chaka Chaka With me in the studio On the world show I'm not even going to talk about anything else until we play the next song. We've got a story to hear and a song to play, first heard on the World Show. This is a treat, Yvonne. Tell us about this. Well, this is my, um, I
1: decided, I was supposed to release this track on the 23rd of January, but obviously it didn't happen and only two days ago the music was ready and I thought, what better station? You yes. know to do it, and what or on which program? Yes, and it had to be on Nikki B. Oh, thank you so much. And it's a tribute to two of my good friends. Yes, Oliver Mtukudzi and Hugh Sigella. Yes, it was the anniversary so, on the twenty third, which exactly, was last that's, Sunday. That's why yes. I was supposed to have released that. So it's my new, brand new single. It's beautiful. One of them, Tukuzi and Hugh Masekela. Obviously, they're singing from, from the sky. Yes. You know, singing from wherever they are. And, um, yeah, being played here for the very first time.
0: So, thank you, Kaya Evan. But how did this... How did this collaboration come about? It was a
1: project that we actually did, I think it was in 2016. Yes. Uh, It was for a campaign and we did that. And obviously the song, um, actually the original track was released by Oliver couple of years ago i think in 1990 or something
0: like that in That's fact what i think he's done a couple of different versions of the song i think so Tapeira, yes. yeah
1: and um uncle hugh did it as well and we agreed that um on my next album i will release this this song yes. so i'm not doing any album i just decided to do this um, single yes and just release the single on their behalf to say we love you your music will always be alive. And um, it's just a tribute to both of them. And I want to say to them, thank you for working
0: with me. Yes. What did they as individuals, if I say to you, what did Bra Hugh give to you? What did Oliver give to you? I was very lucky to
1: have worked and and performed in different stages with uh, Uncle Hugh and and Bra Oliver. I used to call him my brother. Yes. And... um, I mean, these are world-class musicians. I learned a lot from them, whether it was doing some little gig there for UNICEF or doing a big show at whatever stadium. Thank you to Walter, you know, and and, and Mabusha and different people that worked with these artists. I mean, these were great, great artists, but they never behaved like superstars. They were just always playful and always human and um, I'm so grateful to have worked with them. And I know this is going to be a surprise for everybody. (laughs) Let me
0: tell you, let me tell you, this song is so, so, so incredibly special. I think I've got to go right to it. First heard on the world show, Morume, Mukuru, Otapera, a tribute to Huma Zakela and Oliver Mitukudzi. Thank you for sharing it with us here, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Being
1: heard for the very first time, right here. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful. So, so beautiful. It's going to be up on platforms tomorrow from tomorrow, what you Tomorrow, uh, you can start downloading
1: the song Murume Mukuru Tapera. Yes. Tapera. Yeah, it said what is happening, you yes. know. Yes. But, um, yeah. Uh, We will load the song tomorrow
0: Beautiful And
1: thank you to Becky Thank you to Victor Masando Becky you've done a fantastic job Thank you to (laughs) To to, You know I worked with different people On this track Nomsa Mazwai Was there to put in some backings Yes And um, I'm just so grateful to everyone That I work with And the guy who played the Congos, How can I forget him Oh he's going to kill me But um, It's just been You know We worked from December Yes And And Yeah, just to... Give it a new flavour.
0: Yes, yeah. and it's just, just such a beautiful, what a moment in time. The three of you, Oliver Mitukuzzi, Hugh Masekela, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Well, thanks to wow. the two guys. You know, they are singing, they're like our angels now. Absolutely. Singing from the sky. Absolutely. I got, when when you sent me the song, I got goosebumps. You know, it was just like, oh, singing from the sky. Thank, from you, from the sky. Thank you, Miki, Thank you, Thank you. For being the pl- first one to play the song. It's an honour. It's an honour. <laughs> (laughs) And as you see, I was dancing too. I couldn't resist.
1: I can see. (laughs) They say, what woman can't dance? But this one is the best DJ. Uh, uh,
0: T-Bose will agree with you. He always says, I can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, on this note, talking about uh, greats from Africa, like Huma Sakela, like uh, Oliver Mutukudzi, like yourself, the Princess of Africa is a title that was actually given to you. And tell me a bit about when that title was given to you?
1: You know, Phil Hollis always said, I want you to be the princess. I want to be, you know, because you love this continent. Um, In 1987, I was given a contract to go and live in France and I I didn't take it. Yes. Because I thought I need... um, to appreciate the people who love me in South Africa and in Africa yes. and um, I wanted to travel Africa and thank you to all my African friends and my South African fans. I went to Uganda for the very first time in 1990 and a promoter, Mike Mukula, said to me, there's people from Kampala, you know, no, from Entebbe to Kampala. They've come to see their princess. And I'm like, I live in Soweto. We don't have those things. What yes. is, I mean, really. I'm not a
0: princess. Well, yes. Yes, but, uh, I'm but, not royalty. Uh, but
1: uh, then we had, uh, had people having these placards, yes. you know, saying, we love you. Chaka chaka, you are a princess. So I really want to say to the people of Uganda, Msebe abarunji webalanyo. I I love Uganda and by the way I was never deported something went wrong there and story for another day, I'm coming back to Uganda, I don't know if I want to come back but I think I'll come back, I love Ugandans I love Uganda, I just love this beautiful continent because it has given me a chance to be who I am and I'm happy that I've been to places like Kenya Uganda, Tanzania, you know Ethiopia, just Doing help, whether it was for indoor residual spraying, whether it was distributing nets, whether it was talking about teenage pregnancy, you know, and family planning. Or and, performing, uh, uh, or performing. Or performing. But, yes. you know, for me, just giving back as well and do and or fundraising for different organizations that look after either girls and boys. So, thank you for the platform. Thank you for being there for me. And that's why when I'm called upon, I never even ask, I
0: always say when, and I go. Yes, but at the same time, you talk about the work that you've spent the last uh, couple of decades doing, but you were also one of the first South African artists, and I think Brenda as well, who really got known across uh, a, 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 across the continent and got loved. Lucky Dube as well, another one. You know, people don't realize the impact that uh, artists like uh, you, the ones I've named and yourself being part of it, have been so loved ac- and supported across the continent. Well, I must say
1: that Lucky Dube and myself uh, filled up one of the sta- of the stadiums in, in Uganda, yes. and And uh, I went to perform in Nairobi in 1987. Uh, I was invited by the then president, Arab Moy. And there were like 80,000, 90,000 people in the stadiums. So I want to say thank you to all those people in Africa who loved me, supported me and actually made me what I am. Because um, I could not have done it on my own. And I don't take anything for
0: granted. And I love you. And I want to say, asante Nisan and as you say one africa really one africa um talking about that let's hear the next track now this song is so precious proud to be tell us about the song you did it with it's one of your many collaborations um
1: we were asked by um, interpol for that matter to do this song because it was actually hitting that um, people thought they were having medication and it was counterfeit medication. So Interpol asked me and you to to say we should do something uh, because, it, as I said, um, it was so sad that people would even stoop that low to have and uh, manufacture counterfeit medications. Can you imagine thinking you're drinking a panado, whereas you're just drinking some powder? Nice. So proud to be was um, a song which was
0: um, um we were asked by Interpol to do with you. Amazing. Yeah. And it touches on what I asked you earlier on is how do you actually bring together the artist, um, the, the, the the person, the human rights activist? Um, this is a perfect example. Absolutely. Open the door, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. This one, uh, sorry, this is proud to be Yvonne Chaka Chaka. It's off the album, Amazing Man. There's so many songs I want to play, but uh, (laughs) I've just got this one and one more. Of course, it is The World Show. Proud to be. Yvonne Chaka Chaka, together with Yosu and Dua. What a track. And what an album too, Yvonne. Amazing Man is that album from 2014. There's some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful songs. The, the one you do with Joseph Shabalala on yeah. that album. Oh. This, this album, really, it was a
1: dedication to Madiba as well. As he was, um, you know, um, an amazing man. But not only him with other african leaders yes. i'm a strong believer in this beautiful full continent that everybody thinks it's a dark continent this is yes. not the dark continent i just think it's poorly managed yes. and uh, there's so many young people are there there's and we appreciate our og leaders, really. Yes. But this
0: is just a beautiful continent. And you've often in your songs tributed some of the great leaders of our continent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just don't have enough time. <laughs> time is not on our side. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to, I'm not going to wait another decade. You're going to have to be back here sooner than that. And on that note, I just want to as, as share a message from Lola Rollins. Uh, he says, Greatness, woman power, an icon, our national treasure, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. We are blessed to have the princess of Africa Aww. on the world show. And Thank you, Lolo. Yes, and uh, JD wrote on Twitter as well talking about uh, Tabera that version, saying, A dope song, Yvonne Tuku and Bright Hugh, and lots of heart emojis. and I hundreds. love you, darling. Yes. <laughs> There's so many more messages. Thank you for the love. Keep it coming, even after the show. You can, of course, uh, catch Yvonne and myself on all social media Yvonne I've got to let you go but uh, the next song or the song I'm going to end with there's so many more I want to play and I'm pleased to have you here because you've inspired me in the next few weeks I'm going to be playing in Yvonne from here and in Yvonne from there (laughs) so it's good but the next track and I'm going to end with this one the feature with this one it's a letter to grandmama. This song just, I don't know, it does something to me. Tell me about this. And it came out in 2017 and your album was Keep Looking at Me.
1: Yeah, that was my last album. And um, this was recorded. Uh, I worked with Temba, my son, and a, a young man from Namibia called Dollar. I was invited to go to, Uni, to, to Namibia as a UNICEF Goodwill ambassador. And there was this guy just playing this song. And singing with these children, there must have been like uh, 20 children. But, you know, when he was playing, I could see these children were going that way and that way. And the music was going this way and they were going that way, but they were singing beautifully. Yes. And I, when we finished, I went and I introduced myself to the guy and these children and they were from a home. They were dyslexic children, but when they had music, they just loved it. Yes. And um, I said to him, let's record the song. So Amazing. this was his um, real life story. Yes. about his mother his grandfather his grandmother and um and and a stepfather you know and um and we recorded the song with Dola and the children from the the
0: the the, the home in in Namibia absolutely beautiful yeah. once again also you're showing me again how you integrate your work as an artist with your work Always, always striving for a better world. You
1: know, Nikki, for me, when I looked at those children, I thought disability doesn't mean inability. Absolutely. They had some kind of ability. They played instruments. They loved music. And um, just because they were disabled, it didn't mean that they couldn't give anything to the world. So I thought, okay, let me unleash this potential of these children. Yes. And uh, I must say, I'm going to come back to Namibia, to donate um some money you know from this very track so yes. don't think i've forgotten you i will be coming
0: back oh. i'm coming <laughs> <laughs> beautiful princess of africa you will always be yvonne thank you for blessing us is there anything else you want to say before i let you go
1: nikki i just want to say thank you to you thank you to uh, kaya you know for for having me here and to all your listeners and everybody I am just so grateful and I want to say have a great week ahead. And to all your listeners, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Yvonne Chaka. Chaka. We absolutely love you. Letter to Grandmama of Yvonne's album, Keep Looking at Me, her last from 2017. (laughs) Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.